Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Cow Lot, where cowboys and cowgirls shop for hats. The Cow Lot has a history of service, quality, honesty, and integrity. Continuing the Western way of life, how you wear it, and how to preserve it. You're guaranteed to get your hat fitted and shaped exactly how you want it. I'm very picky when it comes to my hats, and the owner, Glenn, and his crew have never let me down. So head over to thecowlot.com, order yourself a new lid, and tell them Dan at the Modern Cowboy Podcast sent you. And remember, you can tell by looking. It came from the cow lot. Today's episode is also being brought to you by Canyon Coolers. Canyon Coolers sells ridiculously cold, seriously tough roto-molded coolers. With long-lasting ice retention and innovative designs, your next and last cooler should be a Canyon Cooler. You may be surprised to find out that Canyon Coolers held ice significantly longer than a Yeti Tundra in a five-day ice challenge. Jason Costello, the CEO of Canyon Coolers, describes himself as an ice retention expert, and that is what Canyon Coolers delivers, ice retention. As I just stated, Canyon Coolers held ice significantly longer than the Yeti Tundra in a five-day ice challenge. Canyon Coolers sells two series, the Pro Series, which is their flagship, and the Outfitter Series, which is their classic original design. Sizes range from 22 quarts to 150 quarts. Canyon Coolers are headquartered in Flagstaff, Arizona, and are constructed of USA-made materials and offer a lifetime warranty. Modern Cowboy podcast listeners can receive a 10% discount using the code MODERNCOWBOY at checkout when completing your order at CanyonCoolers.com. So head over to CanyonCoolers.com, order yourself a new cooler, and tell him Dan at the Modern Cowboy Podcast sent you. Today's episode of the podcast is also being sponsored by It's Jerky. There's no food more cowboy than jerky. I've been a fan of jerky since I was, oh gosh, as long as I can remember. But I was on a recent trip, actually, I was out and uh, stayed with Cody Cowden for about a week. I was leaving his place, driving back to Arizona, and... I wanted to get something to eat, and something I wanted to eat something good though, just a a good snack. And I didn't want to have fast food, so I, I actually pulled into the Flying J to get fuel. Thought, well, they might have something here. So, I, and I, I thought, man, if I get some beef jerky, that'd be great. But most of the time, beef jerkies are just overprocessed and uh, full of all kinds of chemicals. So I actually went in there and was perusing the aisles, and I came across this this jerky called It's Jerky, and I looked at it, I read the package. And I was surprised that the price was uh, was so good. It was a pound of jerky for like $20. Anyway, I ended up buying it. Jerky was amazing. I absolutely loved it. And now here they are sponsoring the show. So uh, big shout out to them and big thanks for, for their sponsorship. And I would just uh, highly recommend you head over to itsjerky.com. Order yourself some of this amazing high-protein, low-calorie fuel for your body tell them dan at the modern cowboy podcast sent you where are you cowboys and cowgirls at hey everybody this is dan hillenbrand and welcome to modern cowboy the podcast for the cowboy lifestyles and businesses around the world i'm glad you're here so sit back in your saddle and prepare to be inspired motivated educated and entertained as i interview a new guest each week that embodies the modern cowboy Sons of the desert and riders on the wind. 
got a restless spirit burning deep inside of me. I ain't got much, but I'm free. I've always been one to do it my own way. I'm making my living between the saddle and the stage. I don't know nobody, nothing. Everything I got's my own. Some say I'm just a man to the bone. I'm a cowboy, yes I am. I was born to rope and ride. I'm a cowboy, that's my brand. Until the day I die. Hey everybody, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Uh, super excited to have my guests on today. It's, it's interesting how we connected, like I've connected with so many people through social media. But uh, Josie, she reached out to me one time, and I don't even remember what the comment was, but she DM'd me about, I believe it was about, uh, she'd heard me mention that I'd lived in Knightson before, and which is uh, in Central California in the way East Bay Area. Anyway, so, you know, we get a lot of DMs and, 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 you know, and you read them, you try to respond or whatever. And, and I didn't really click with me or register. And so then later on, I don't know, we communicated again somehow. But then I went back and I looked at it and, and really read it. And I'm going, oh, my gosh. Okay, so this gal is right over, right where we lived and raised our boys. And and then I, I, I realized, she tells me, that she's a fifth-generation rancher there. Now, a lot of you may not know what the area is like over there in, in California. Like in all these areas from Discovery Bay, Knightson, Byron, Brentwood, Sunol, Rao Ranch, uh, Rodeo over there in Castro Valley. I mean, it's, it is really super, super cool, cool country. But it's also been super hyper-infused with uh, the city as well. But anyway, so w- once I got to thinking about it, and, and, and then I really went and looked at her social media and and they just realized, okay, so this gal's, she, she's the top hand and not to mention a model and all these other things. So anyway, we communicated. I said, man, I just got to have her on the podcast. So anyway, I'm, I'm telling you all that just to kind of give you a background on it, but uh, super excited to have her on the podcast today. And uh, it's funny that, you know, we were in the same area for a long time, but I never met her, uh, but we're meeting now. So, uh, Without further ado, Josie, welcome to the Modern Cowboy Podcast. Well, thank you so much for having me on today. Um, I'm very excited. Now, now, tell us, are you? Do you live in, or did you grow up in the Brentwood area, or are you closer to the Fremont area? No, I'm. Uh, the home ranch is actually in Fremont, um, and that's we've been there for my family's been there for over a hundred years. Um, Oh my gosh! So who? who so, so where? Where did you guys settle from, or where did you come from? When or your? So um, so this is my the ranch is on my mom's side of the family, okay. and my great great grandpa came from Octavian View, and that's our brand, the OV. That's where we got that from. Okay. Um, and he came from France. So uh, oh, so say the name of your brand again. It's Octavian View. Is that OV? Is that a is that a, a town or a country or or not a? I don't know. That's my that, great great grandpa's name. Oh, that's his name. Okay, okay, yeah, gotcha. But you guys are originally from France. 
Okay, very cool. And so it's 100 years, so that would put you at, uh, and now my math's going to really be off here. What year is it, 2020? So like the 1920s then? Or early? He, well, he, it was, um, it'd be over 100 years because he came in the 18, I want to say 1880s. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm, yeah. So now, but, so. Yeah. And he didn't settle right away in um, Fremont. Uh-huh. I think um, the story was his wife um, was a cook for a rich family in San Francisco. And he went and he had like a sheep herd, like Northern California, and he mined gold too. Really? Mm -hmm. Very cool. So Fremont area now, I I know the Bay Area, one, because I was raised in Northern California. But when I went to college, I went to college in actually San Lorenzo, right next to Hayward. So that's why I went to chiropractic college there. But when I when I got to the Bay Area on that side of the of the hill from coming from Northern California, I was like, man, it's kind of culture shock a little bit. I'm, it is a shock. And I'm like, okay, well, I I I gotta live somewhere a little bit different. So I remember me and my uh, one of my buddies, we went out towards Pleasanton in Livermore, which was, I mean, a total yeah, a total cowboy country. So we. Actually lived over in Pleasanton then, right there off uh, Santa Rita Road. Just great area, cool area. But And then the Sonola area as well, which that kind of leads into Fremont, doesn't it? Yeah, we're kind of on the Fremont-Sonola border right. right there. And then, so that's like the home ranch where we own, uh, we don't own a lot of acreage, but we lease a lot. We lease a lot of East Bay Regional Park and it's all um, open to the public. Um, so we, we lease Pleasanton Ridge right there. Okay kind of off of 680 and a um, little place in Castro Valley and um, Union City and Hayward. And that's crazy. Kind of all in there. Yeah. Are you guys around uh, Crow Canyon Road at all or that area? Um, no, no. But um, I actually used to live um, right next to uh, the rodeo grounds there in Castro Valley. Yeah. Um, it, it was Cecil Jones's old house they named the arena after him oh is that it's like a little cabin type. yeah was that by Ralph rancher yeah right there that was harry Ralph's property but his i think it was his best friend cecil jones gotcha. um built a home right there on the property yeah when we when we so it's a long story i mean and i won't i'm not gonna go bore you with it right now but so i went to chiropractic college there uh and then i met my wife in Pleasanton, uh, and but I was living in Northern California. Well, then when I graduated and we, I moved back to Northern California. We got you know married, and she moved up there with me. And I was never going back to the Bay Area. I mean, never. And you want to make God laugh? Just tell him your plans. So, ended up back in the Bay Area, and the, actually the first place we lived down there was up there in uh, I think is, is it Palmer's Canyon up there by yeah right up there up the road from uh Rao ranch rodeo so uh and that's beautiful up there i mean it it, it is it, it really, really is. is gorgeous i mean you you can get back in those hills and you have no idea you know you could hit oakland with a rock almost you know <laughs> yeah you're you're in the middle of nowhere but you're five minutes from everywhere is what i tell people again. yeah very cool so um so you guys your grandfather settled there did he did he initially own more land or or um, I, I don't think so. Um, oh, you know, actually, yes. Um, 
Um, and I think there was some land traded for like commercial buildings and okay. stuff. Um, gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So now what, what kind of cattle do you guys run now? Um, just beef cows. It's just a commercial cow calf operation. And then we take in yearlings um, during the winter for, yeah. <laughs> now, did you, did you go to high school in Fremont? I did. Okay. Yeah. And that was different. I was, you know, no one knew, like, I mean, even in Fremont, um, people are shocked to hear that there's cows, <laughs> there's ranches left and stuff. Um, and I was just looking at, um, like, the statistics where I went to high school, Mission San Jose. And it's, um, I mean, I remember being a minority in my high school. And it's 92% Asian population. No um, so yeah, so it's, it's a totally different, um, like culture yeah. and stuff. Like you don't see the cowboy culture at yeah. all in Fremont. Yeah. Well, you know, it's funny you said it because I, I went to a lot of, uh, there was different relicensing seminars and I used to do a lot of evaluations mm -hmm. and stuff through, through that whole area. I mean, San Francisco area, Bay area, everywhere. And I go to Fremont a lot to a lot of different offices down there and, and do these independent medical evals. But there's one, a uh, couple shopping centers there where you pull into them and hits you you can't read anything it's all in yeah. but yeah. but i mean i like love korean food and i love Asian whatever uh -huh. so they got these you know korean barbecues and stuff and and when they're eating but you know you couldn't couldn't communicate and couldn't read anything but but it's it's crazy though because that like that fremont that sonol area in particular and i'm i some of the names escape me there's some other little ranches in there could be even your guys i don't know but there's a there's different things to that sonol grade i think it's called you know you take off the 680 and you can go in the back way to hit yeah and it kind of leads to nine. yes yes yeah, yeah 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 and it's super cool in there i mean it's just beautiful country and i don't know what it's like right now i haven't been there in in quite a while but have they built it up through there or? uh not not through the not through niles canyon or anything like that but um, i think it's still yeah pretty. yeah um now did you, uh, so you went to Fremont High, did they, they didn't have a rodeo team probably, did they? Or? No, no, Mission San Jose High School did not have, have a rodeo team. I think there was one other girl who rode horses. Um, and I actually didn't um, rodeo or anything till, I didn't start running barrels till five years really? ago. Yeah, yeah. So I, I always uh, kind of worked on the ranch, like as a kid, uh, my parents divorced when I was really little. So I think I was three years old when my mom and I moved back to the home ranch. Um, my family lived in Livermore. My dad's from Livermore okay. and he, he rodeoed and he was a bull rider and um, his brother and my cousins, um, my grandfather, and I think my great grandfather, actually, they all rode. Bulls. Oh my gosh. Um, and my dad and my uncle, they still build um, bull ropes. Oh, really? Um, but where was it going? With no, this? no, no. Just, just where, um, <laughs> where you went to high school and, and, and just be it not, didn't start barrel race till five years ago. Yeah, till five years ago. Um, and so my grandpa, he was, a, he was a really neat guy. Um, he was a well-respected cattleman um, in our area. And um, he was like president of the Cattlemen's Association and stuff. And I was, we were watching TV one day and some show jumpers came on the TV. And I was like, I want to do that. 
he like signed me up for lessons and that's what I did growing up. Oh, no kidding. Um, yeah, I did. I rode hunter jumpers for the longest time and I was just always so blessed that they, you know, bought me the nicest horses yeah. and leased me these amazing animals and put me with the best trainers. And, um, but I remember skipping high school and stuff. Um, after lunch, I would take off and the barn was in Woodside across the bay and I'd go, <laughs> ride a bunch of ponies for the kids before their lessons and yeah just like to hang out at the barn be a little barn rat you know yeah in woodside let's just talk about woodside a minute it's at least some yeah. of the most expensive uh properties in the in, in woodside matter of fact yeah. my yeah. uh one of my best friends from college uh his sister actually bought the old uh, woodside hunt club there i think it was like three and a half acres or whatever but anyway um, I'm very familiar with that area. Very, it, and it's beautiful over there too in Woodside. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It was a, an amazing time in my life, and then um, they all kind of stopped um, when I went to school. They're like, okay, we're not paying for school and and this, and so. <laughs> so and so, did you end up? Did you go to college? I went to um, TCU for ranch management. Okay. Yeah, and I, I loved that. It was only um, a nine-month program, and it was just, like, just drinking from a fire hose, right. you know? Like, I wish I could go back and do it again. Um, There's just so much information so fast. Right. It was awesome. And, and when, did you, when did you do that? I did that in 2010. But it was a really neat program. Um, there was 25 of us. Um, in the program, and we went on five week-long field trips throughout, like, Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas. Oh, my God. Different aspects of, like, ranching and um, kind of meat production and stuff like that. Um, that but the school, um, Texas Christian University, that's out of Fort Worth, and that's a fun town, too. Yeah, that's where, actually, where my buddy, my best friend from college, he went to TCU. That's cool. So now, uh, do you guys, do you, does other members of your family work in the ranch or, or what do you guys, how do you guys run it now? I mean, do you, I, I know we're not supposed to ask, hey, how many head of cattle do you guys have? <laughs> so, um, so my grandma kind of runs the place. Um, my grandpa has since passed. He passed away when I was a freshman in high school. Mm -hmm. um, and... So my grandma, it's funny because she, she been on a horse one time in her life. So she doesn't, she doesn't work on the ranch, but she still makes all the business calls and she's, she's doing a great job, like running it and stuff. So I, that's why we all kind of decided as a family that I would go try to, you know, I have a passion for the ranch obviously, right. but that's my goal one day to, um, you know, keep, keep this legacy if you will going yeah. um yeah so it's it's me and then another fellow that works on the ranch too uh -huh. um and since i've become a mom um i've kind of taken up much more of a backseat right. to um doing everyday work and stuff like i still show up on important days and do little things around the home ranch but i'm not traveling to Castor valley and i mean it's not that right. far but it's it's hard packing a toddler around doing all the things and, and it can be it can be hard if you you hit that 
80 at certain yeah. times and you're moving at a snail's pace or, or the, yeah. look at 580 <laughs> either way. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, most of our, um, our properties are, you know, open to the public. So you can't be driving around on a quad with a two year old, right. you know, so, so people don't quite understand. Right. So you guys, yeah. you guys lease the land and when, when you lease it, it's public land. So, uh, People are still allowed on the public still. Yeah, so we we have the grazing rights to the to the properties and stuff like that, um, but it's still open to the public. And there's a lot of hikers and bicyclists and people with dogs and um, just all these things a normal rancher wouldn't have to worry about. And a lot of people don't understand the ranching culture and stuff. So we have to really plan around. Um, when we think people are going to be out. So like we won't do anything really in the afternoon because we don't want to disrupt any walkers or anything. You know, if we have to gather cattle or right. something like right. that. That's very interesting. I mean, cause that's, it's, it's a very unique yeah. situation because particularly you're in California, number one. So, which yeah. is to have, and, and people don't realize there's, there are a lot of ranches in California and stuff, but I mean, you are in the epicenter of in where, the heart of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Where there's so much cowboy and, and, and ranching tradition in, in those areas, but again, it's people no, they don't know it. Yeah, very crazy. So, is, is, is your goal then is to, to, to keep the ranch there and stay there and just carry it? I would love for that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And then um, your daughter. Now I've seen, I've just, I've seen a few photos and stuff of your daughter. She is absolutely precious. And I've, I've seen of you, you know, uh, leading her, her little barrel pony around the, uh, around the barrels and stuff and just absolutely precious. How, how old is she? She's two and a half. Oh, she's only two and a half. She loves her nanas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. So cute. Yeah, well, that'll that'll keep you busy right there for a while. That's for sure. Oh yeah. <laughs> out, out, now outside the ranch, you don't work outside of the ranch at all. No. No. Uh uh-uh. uh. Uh And then uh, now, how's your barrel racing now? Are you are you are you running many barrels now or? No, I am, and I feel like um. Well, I'll I'll tell you how I I started um because. I had a really hard, I think you've mentioned it too before, breaking into the sport. Like I wasn't sure how, I didn't know anybody. Right. And I wasn't, out of all the people I know, I, you know, it turns out I did know people. Right. But, um, I wasn't sure how to go about it. Um, I wasn't finding people very like friendly. Um, and, you know, it's hard being a new person. I know. Especially you know, you're not starting as a little kid. I was 25 and, um, I had a ranch horse and a rope saddle and, um, I borrowed one of my girlfriend's saddles. Um, so I was just looking on YouTube, um, how to train your horse to go around the barrels. And, um, I was following a lot of famous barrel racers online and stuff and Fallon Taylor, it was right after she had won the world title or whatever. Right. She was in California doing the circuit and um, she posted, she had like some off days and she was going to do some private lessons. So I messaged her and I was like, I'm a beginner, but would you help me? And she's like, I'd love to do a lesson with you. So and cool. So my first two barrel lessons were with her and she, it, it, she really helped me. Um, I was loping the barrel pattern by the, 
first lesson and it was it was awesome um that's very um, cool and you know it's it's funny i i just had a i got a you mentioned about you know trying to get into you know the the western culture rodeo world or how do you do it and 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 I've like you said I've I've talked about it a lot on the podcast because I you know encountered that myself you know because I didn't get into team rope until I was twenty seven yeah but, but uh, it's I was just at FedEx I got to tell this story because it it, it kind of just bothered me but it was like another example um, I was at FedEx on last Friday we we're shipping some stuff and I was with my son he and he's thirty one years old so we're there and this guy's in there and and he's wearing scrubs but he had a king rope hat on. So, you know, me, man, I see, I see something like that, you know, and we're, and we're still, we're in Arizona. I mean, so this is the heart of cowboy country here, but we're down in Gilbert, which is, you know, more urban, but very, it's a great place. So I just say to the guy, you know, and I had a cowboy hat on and stuff. And, and I said, um, Hey man, you're repping that King rope hat. I go super cool. I go, are you from Wyoming? He didn't say anything to me really. And I thought, well, I, you know, I have a bandana over my face. So I'm like, well, maybe he can't hear me, whatever. I go, Hey dude, uh, you rope calves or, and he looks at me, he goes, only if they get out. I don't do that arena. And I just kind of went, wait a minute. It was that guy, you know, you know, for lack of better words, has he been a dick or what, you know, and kind of looked at my son and, and, um, I said, Oh, are you from Wyoming? No, we're from, uh, and he said the name of the town. It's a small town in, in Arizona. And I just thought, how rude can you be? And so then I looked up the town. And this town was discovered in the 1860s by Texas ranchers. And it's a, like, it's a very, a real kind of famous place. And I didn't, I didn't get his name, but, you know, there's not very many, fam- very many ranches up there. But it's like, you know, that just, it doesn't represent our culture at all. You know what I mean? To, to, I had to bring that up because it really kind of bothered me. And so just remember that. Yeah. out there when we got to be nice to people because we don't want to alienate people from our from our culture and make them think that nobody's welcome here we need to stick together i mean i you know saying that we don't do that arena stuff i mean what are you talking about that makes no sense so anyway i had to just throw that in there because it bothered me and and when you you said the same thing and here you are fifth generation rancher and you're trying to kind of crack into it and i couldn't <laughs> yeah but uh, you know, uh, thank goodness, you know, you're able to get someone like Fallon Taylor, who's yeah, star. So and, that was awesome. Yeah, I I didn't have um, you know a barrel racing setup. I didn't have a saddle. I borrowed a friend's saddle because it had a I, it had a small horn. It wasn't a big old rope saddle, and it turns out it was a pleasure saddle. But she was so nice to me. She's like, you know, just start right now with what you have. You're fine. Like, yep. Your horse is fine. Well, my horse ended up not being like a great horse and um, kind of had some counterfeit habits and he, he's, he bucked me off um, pretty good quite a few times. Um, so he ended up breaking my leg. Oh no, you're <laughs> kidding. So I sold him. Or I didn't sell him. That's a lie. Um, John Holman, do you know him out of um, Brentwood? Oh, you know, no. I he's should a horse trainer. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He, they're awesome people. Um, his, his wife, Shelly runs barrels. Um, but I didn't really know her. Um, but I ended up trading this horse and I just didn't want him to get in the wrong hands, you know? Right. right. Yeah. And he, um, he went to the NFR, I think for, um, I don't want to get this wrong. Um, 
like saddle bronc riding. Okay. I think he's a world champ or something. I, back okay. in the day, I don't. And, and there, now, <laughs> I'm trying. I'm just trying to remember. I'm, I mean, it's been a little while since since I lived. I mean, we did live out there for like 16 years, mm-hmm. right on East yeah. Plains Road. But um, I know there was a. Um, oh, there was several several nice barns out there. Uh, there was a guy at the, at the end of Eden Plains. I can't remember. I think that might've been a quarter horse ranch anyway. Yeah. So, you know, the, one of the first people I met out there, I'm, I'm not sure if you know, do you, you know, Peter Jacoway, Jaco Brands, do you know Peter? Oh, um, I don't know him, but I've, I've heard of, I've heard of him. Yeah. Yet. yeah. I, I thought you might know him. He was, uh, he was really one of the first people I met when we moved out there. Cause his, his grandmother owned, the weather vane, the little Western store in Brentwood there. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I don't, I don't know him, but we're friends on Facebook. I yeah. Think, so yeah. that's like, I know yeah, ex- exactly. Yeah. We know everybody nowadays. Yeah. Too funny. So, uh, so now w- w- you guys run, uh, you said just cow calf operation and, uh, um, how many different pastures do you guys have cattle in now? I mean, do you, do you- Oh gosh. Uh, oh, there's a lot going on. Um, we definitely try to like, um, like do rotational grazing and stuff like that. Right. Um, but, but we have several, several different ranches. Um, mostly the home ranch, we just store like replacement heifers on right. and, uh, we have a bull field. And so that it's really a small place, but there we have several ranches and there's lots of different pastures. Right. <laughs> I bet I don't have it mapped out in the top of my head, right? Now. Yeah, I, I bet it's uh, it's a lot of work keeping up with the fences and stuff too. Oh yeah, yeah, that's got to be mm-hmm. never ending. Particularly if you know if you guys have the grazing rights on these lands, you know, and people coming in and out of there, and you know, we we get calls all the time about um, like a calf being alone or. We, we get cattle in people's backyards. Oh yeah, because you know, we're so close to. Um, the public and stuff to town. Um, yeah, we had a, um, um, this was before my time, but, um, my grandpa was weaning a set of calves and, um, it's just so discomforting, discomforting. Um, you'll hear them cry all night and it's, it's fine. But then when they stop, you're like, (laughs) <laughs> what happened yeah. like what something's wrong right. so he goes down there something's wrong and the cattle the the calves had broken loose someone had like or let someone let a gate open or something we have a lot of problems with people like opening a horse pen oh. and letting things free and we got to keep everything locked up tight yeah. um but they ran down to fremont to mission Boulevard. oh my gosh <laughs> yes that's crazy <laughs> How about horses? Do you guys have a lot of horses on the ranch too, or? We, we do. I think we have seven on the ranch right now and, um, a lot of lawn ornaments, um, just cause you know, <laughs> they get old. Did you call them lawn ornaments? That's what are you going to do. <laughs> Did you call them lawn ornaments? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Very cool. So no brothers or sisters, huh? Um, I do, I have, um, a step, I have, so on my mom's side of the family, I have a stepsister and she's a, um, she's a hairstylist in San Francisco and a stepbrother who's a, um, Fremont police officer. Yeah. 
And um, on my dad's side, I have a stepsister and um, a half brother. Very cool. Yeah. So now let's talk about uh, your your modeling pictures here. <laughs> are, are you you rep some brands? Are are you sponsored by uh, some of these brands too, or? No, I'm not sponsored. Um, I I wouldn't call myself a model, but I, I do would. really enjoy like being a girly girl and. Um, I have, I have a few photographer friends that are just amazing Corvette, um, Summer and Megan couples and they're just, they're just so awesome. I feel so blessed that they always want to do shoots with me and stuff. But, um, my first like modeling experience, um, I was, a, it was with, um, let's see, Noble Outfitters. Yes. I think it was Noble Equine. Yeah, yes, yes. And I had been to several um, product development meetings mm -hmm. with them and they had called me and they're like, we're going to be in your area and we need like a horse expert to do this photo shoot and just like help the models do the things right. right. Um, and so I, I don't think I like even had makeup on that day or anything. <laughs> it was like several years ago <laughs> and I had like, their backpack over my shoulder and I was like feeding the horse a cookie and, it, and they took a picture I didn't know and it ended up being like on the inside front cover of like horse and rider and nope now did they pay you for this yeah did they pay you for that though no 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 and then um I recently maybe two years they asked me to do another photo shoot for them and I was just so happy to do it and um they gave me a catalog and they're like, circle whatever you want. I'm like, are, are you sure? And they're like, yeah, circle more. And they sent just tons of stuff to my house. It was just, it was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, you should, uh, I, you should definitely pursue more of that. You need an agent. That's what you need. I need an yeah. agent. <laughs> that's right. So thank you. Very cool. And so how many horses do you have now? I mean, personally, like barrel um, horses. So I have my ranch horse, um, Mia. She's a this sweet little gray mare that I kind of turned her into a little barrel horse. Uh -huh. And she she was like queen of the 4D. Like she won me a saddle one year. That was my first barrel race, actually. Um, That's where we won the saddle, but was um, the Cow Palace. Okay. I don't know why I thought I should enter that as my first barrel race. That was dumb. Um, but I was so nervous and we didn't even complete the pattern. Like she turned in front of the second barrel. And then the next year um, we went back and we won the, the 4D and we got the saddle. And <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so cool. Yeah. So, so I just, I bred her and I have a little full, um, a little filly and that's um, by slide slide by design. Um, really nice horse. And then I have Prim's, Prim's pony. Right. She's there at the range. Right. And um, I have two other barrel prospects. And um, they're pretty neat. Um, uh, we have this old family friend. And he's, he's passed away. But before he passed away, um, he named one. He was into breeding racehorses. Right. Um, and so he named one of them Josie Ray. Oh. After me. And then she didn't quite work out on the track. So he gave her to me to run barrels. And then when he passed away, um, his sister gave me the rest of his horses. Oh, my gosh. 
So yeah, yeah. So I ended up selling one and um, um, one one colic, and we had to put her down. And I still have still have another one from him too. So it was pretty special. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Well, hey, Josie, we're getting kind of close to the end of our time here. Um, do you have a favorite hat brand? I I don't. I have a hard head to to fit. It's really small. Um, from my straw hats, um, I've had good luck with Americans, right. and I just feel like those are really cute looking and stuff. Um, um, I do have a hat shaper out in Castro Valley, Ralph Salary, Ethan Lemons, and yeah, who, who's who's all my lids sharp. <laughs> now, who who who's the hat shaper out there? Ethan Lemons out of Castro Valley. Yeah, because I, I mean, I used to go there to 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 Ralph Salary there. Yeah, but I'm, I see been there a long time. Um, his his mom and his grandma owns the shop, so that that's been like a family business um, forever. Yeah. 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 See, well, even when I was there, though, I I was still naive about like shaping hats and stuff. So you know, I, I always bought like pre-shaped stuff and everything. It's not, I you know, I didn't become this you know hat aficionado till much later on. Now, so now I think I'm all out with hats. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. yeah. But that's that's cool little place. I mean, that that's one thing that's uh, uh, that that I, I loved about uh, over there in Hayward when I was going to chiropractic all too, because there was a Western store right there, you know, you could go to. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. How about boots? You got a favorite brand of boots? Boots. I kind of just, um, wear whatever is comfortable <laughs> for cowboy boots, um, for like ranching and stuff. Um, my boyfriend bought me a really pair of nice Ariat nice. and, um, I've had those resold and stuff over and over again. Cause they're just so comfy. Um, I really like my old gringos for like dressing, dressing up and stuff. Yeah. yeah nice. How about, how about cowboy movies? You got a favorite cowboy movie? Oh, Man from Snowy River. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's an older one, though, too. So. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember watching that when I was little, like, and they were coming down off the cliff on the bus. Yeah. And the, that's the coolest. Yeah, that's very <laughs> cool. Well, anyway, hey, well, it's super great talking with you i mean it's just crazy how i know so many of the places over there since i you know from that area too and and i actually practiced uh for 10 years right there in pleasanton on um, santa rita road actually right across from the apartment that i lived in when i was in college that i swore i'd never come back into that's funny but yeah but um yeah it was really great talking with you hey if people want to want to follow you what's what's your handle on on instagram again it's Josie Ray um, underscore OV. Okay. And then uh, now I, I forgot too. you do, you have another business too that you do, right? Um, I do like Arbonne. Um, do I'm an Arbonne consultant. Okay. Yes. And, Ar yeah. and Arbonne again is it's cosmetics, right? It's, it's a health and wellness company. Um, they, we do have like an awesome skincare line. Okay. Um, and also, um, like nutrition. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And that links on your, on your, uh, it's in my bio. Want to, if you want to check, if you want to check it out too, right? That would be awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Well, Josie, it's been so much fun and, uh, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll chat again here in the not too distant future. And, uh, uh if you get down here Arizona way, um, 
I know. Yeah, you don't rope at all, right? You just barrel race. I I don't. I just barrel race. <laughs> they, they they got a lot of barrel races down here too, though. That's what I hear. My boyfriend's trying to. He wants us to go down. He could do the jackpot thing and. Oh yeah, you mean, I oh, do you, my jackpot thing. <laughs> you mean to Wickenburg or just to Arizona in particular? Just to Arizona in general, but um, that area is pretty hot for that, right? Oh my gosh! Wickenburg. Yeah, yeah, Wickenburg's. If we're just the season's just gearing up right now, so it's it's going to be. I mean, literally, there's 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 eight to nine ropings a day, um, like seven days a week, and uh, in, in between Wickenburg and surrounding areas, and you know, like down to Gilbert and stuff. But it's it's nuts. Wow, we're gonna have to plan a trip. Yeah, yeah, and they, and, and they're running barrels too, so it's it's really cool. All right, Josie. Well, hey, man, it was great having you on. I really appreciate the time, and uh, we'll be in touch. Thank you. Every Friday afternoon, I hitch up the trailer, saddle up old rock, and ice down a cooler. I drive that old back road. And the rope and We got them rusted out pickups and fancy rigs. $20,000 horses. Then there's my old stick. Although we're all the same. The minute we ride in to the rope and Philosophize most of life's problems. Yeah, we're gonna solve them down at the roping pen. Yeah, we don't do it for the money. You yeah, were always broke. Just ask Clint what he paid a rope. He's lost a dozen wives Half the fingers on his hands To the rope and pin And it takes a little skill And a little luck If you can talk smack If you can back it up Oh, but we're all friends No matter who wins Down at the rope and Tell a few more lies Drink another beer And hypothesize Those are life's problems By God we're gonna solve them Down at the Roman Pen We'll see y'all again Next weekend Down at the Roman